Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. You see, some men hunt for sport, others hunt for food. The only thing I'm hunting for is an outfit that looks good. See my vest, see my vest, made from real gorilla chest. This sweater, there's no better than authentic Irish setter. See this hat, it was my cut, my evening wear, vampire bat. These white slippers are albino, African endangered rhino, grizzly bear underwear, turtle's necks, I've got my share. Beret of poodle on my noodle, it shall rest. Try my red robin suit, it comes one breast or two. See my vest, see my vest, see my vest. Like my loafers, former goofers, it was that, a skin nice chauffeurs, but a greyhound for tuxedo would be best. So let's prepare these dogs, you two for matching dogs. See my vest, see my vest, oh please, won't you see my vest? I really like the vest. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
Back to the X Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, and Europe, and what's left of the world on TalkStarRadio.com streaming audio. If you'd like to give us a call, one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Now that is toll free. At one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Our email address is exonetalkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exonradio.com. My guest this hour is Willie Windwalker Gibson. He lives in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, he, um, he is a paranormal researcher. He is a psychic. Uh, he is an Eastern Band Cherokee Irish descent, so he also has Celtic blood in him, too. Since the age of 10, he has been able to sense things. He can see and hear ghosts and energy. In 1981, he was a peace officer assigned to state uh, property, and um, he was um, to watch over an Indian burial ground. It was the first time he met a spirit of a shaman, called Singing Fox. Um, Singing Fox gave Willie his name of Windwalker, he who walks with spirits. He also told Willie that he would uh, follow a spiritual path and become a shaman, which Willie did. And uh, Willie, Windwalker, Gibson, it is always great having you on the show. How are you, Willie? I'm doing good. What's new in the life of Willie Windwalker Gibson? Well, I've been uh, doing some cases around Louisville, uh, working on a new book. Uh, mm-hmm. Been in negotiations for with uh, a couple of movie companies. They are they're interested in maybe uh, turning my book into a movie. But uh, so so far, it's just uh, we've just been throwing ideas around, and it's about all about funding too. Mm-hmm. Willie, we have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Willie Windwalker Gibson is our very special guest. We're talking about ghosts, we're talking about spirituality, we're talking about shamanism, we're talking about the paranormal as well as new hauntings. one 877 is our toll-free number. And Willie Windwalker Gibson and I will return on the other side of this two-minute break as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively right here on the Talk Star Radio Network.
Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mama told her baby girl, take it real slow. Girl told her mama, hey, I really gotta go. He's waiting in the car. Mama said, girl, you won't get far. Thus are the dreams of an average teen. Ninety miles an hour down a lover's lane on a tank of dreams. She could have only seen the fate's got cars that it don't want Welcome back. Uh, Willie Windwalker Gibson is our very special guest. And uh, Willie, I was wondering if you could tell us about any new hauntings that you've uh, investigated. Uh, there's uh, been a couple that uh, it's been here in Louisville. One's a, a house that's been vacant for. I guess 20 years, and there's been some activity there, and they've uh, been uh, wanting uh, a sensitive to go in there and see what's going on. Uh, it's an old farmhouse, and uh, there uh, has been an entity seen on the property, and, and his pictures has, has been taken. His name is George, and I've seen the picture, so it's an, it's an authentic picture. So I'm going to go in and uh, hopefully here in the next month or so and try to make contact with George and see if he wants to leave the property. He was shot on that property, so uh, mm-hmm. his, uh, his his spirit's on that property bound right now. I, I don't know if it's what it if he if there's unfinished business that needs to be uh, taken care of or he just doesn't know he's crossed over. So that's going to be one of my biggest ones right there. Now, when George communicates with you, uh, how does he do it? Does he do it as a spirit? Does he do it as a ghost? He uh, he he appears uh, as uh, his spirit appears, but he's kind of transparent, mm-hmm. and uh, he's wandering around. Uh, the The picture I've shown that uh, that I was shown is at the exact same spot where he was shot. Now, he was shot accidentally by a hunter, and uh, 
I don't think George knows where, you know, that he's crossed over, so I'm going to go in and uh, as soon as I get uh, permission from the owner of the property, go in and try to help him cross over. Mm-hmm. How do you help spirits cross over, Willie? Well, uh, first thing I got to do is I got to try to communicate with them and, and see why they're they're bound there. There might mm-hmm. be a reason why they're bound there, and if it's uh, usually they're just they're just wandering around. They don't even know that they've crossed over. And if once I make contact with them and and tell them what's going on, uh, I would help them cross over. And uh, what I do, I say a, a, a prayer and ask the uh, great spirit or God to send a messenger down to take them. And usually they, uh, usually nine times out of ten, they'll, they'll cross over then. Are, they, are spirits confused? Are they, are they um, like when you're, you're talking about a spirit who doesn't know that they're dead, how does this affect them? You know, just imagine roaming the earth, not knowing why people aren't talking to you, not knowing why you can't do certain things anymore. How, how do they cope with this? Uh, they, a lot of them are just, uh, a lot of them are reliving the actual event. To them, the time hasn't passed, and they just keep going on and on. Just like uh, we have a place here in Louisville called Waverly Hills that's very active, and there are, it's an old TV, TB hospital, and mm-hmm. uh, uh a lot of the spirits that are there don't even know that they're they're crossed over. They're, to them, they're reliving their daily lives there. It's, this place is just like a big with a big just like a big family there. Everybody had the same thing, and it was, they were kind of they're on this hill in this, in this hospital, and nobody was able to. There were a lot of them were quarantined, and a lot of their families would, would go up there and uh, just to be with them and lived on the property. So. You've got a lot of residual energy there. You've got a lot of ghosts walking around that doesn't even know they're uh, they've crossed over. And, and I've talked to quite a few of them up there that don't want to leave because that's home to them. Now, the Waverly, I understand, has a lot of people who um, like to dabble into the paranormal going in and uh, very ch- checking these things out. Um, I call them ghost seekers. Yeah. Um, how do these spirits contend with all these people invading their space all the time? Well, uh, most of the time it's pretty peaceful, but there's been a couple of times that uh, uh, a couple of the investigators has been hurt. Uh, one, one got his head busted open, uh, a, a flying brick there. Uh, as long as you treat uh, the area with respect and don't go in there and, and think it's a big party, mm-hmm. uh, usually they don't bother you. They, uh, some of them uh, have been you know, caught on camera, but there's two main ghosts there, uh, a little boy named Timmy up on the second floor that plays ball. You can see a ball roll back and forth like, somebody, like there's somebody pushing it back and forth. And then there's a, a woman there named Mary Lee who... Uh, died on the property too uh, i went up there and talked to her and she was actually a person that went up there and that was a worker there that 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 uh, contracted tb and she she crossed over theirs but she considers that her home and so hmm. does uh, so does timmy timmy does i've tried to cross them both over but they told me that they they'd rather stay there so i don't try to push them uh or provoke them in any way uh it's up to them if they want to cross over now, 
with the with the with the interaction between the spirits and the researchers, um, I understand that everyone wants to be respected. Yeah. How many how many people go through Waverly Hills on a on a annual basis, uh, to your knowledge? The living well, ones. Uh, uh, in a whole year, I would say probably the, they run the tours in the summertime nightly mm-hmm. there, and uh, on the uh, they have different tours. They have like a twenty dollar tour, which you, you you spend just a few hours there, and they also have an overnight tour that they charge people uh, like a hundred dollars a piece to spend the night there. Holy so, cow! It sounds like a good business to be in. Yeah, well, I would say, and then they have their Halloween. Uh, uh, haunted house there in October, where you know they uh, they make a lot of money. I would say in in a year's time, I would I would bet about twenty thousand people come through there. Wow! So that's about four hundred grand minimum. Yeah, a lot of uh, it's a nonprofit, and a lot of uh, the uh, profits go to charities. Well, that's good. It's good to see people mm-hmm. helping people. And, oh, yeah. and in uh, this case, it usually goes to the uh, the children's hospital here and the Crusade for Children. Well, you know, like I said, it's good to have people helping people, uh, and in this case, it's the dead who are helping the people. Yeah. Well, and, and it's also going to the re- refurbishing of the of the uh, the sanitarium too. You know, to put you know uh, a roof on the place, windows in the place, so people can go there in safety. Mm-hmm. What has been your most uh, memorable moment as a paranormal researcher, Willie? Since uh, since. Since I was a child, mm-hmm, yeah. I would say uh, seeing my father come back and visit me, and showing me that he had, you know, he was a double amputee, and he showed me his legs, and the, you know, that he got new legs on the other side was one one of the most memorable. And uh, I would guess uh, we were, I was on a property one time that uh, there was a child there that was lost, and uh, I was. The, he was uh, about seven years old, and he kept appearing in my apartment because I lived uh, on the property that he died on. And uh, he appeared, in, in you know, when, when I moved in this apartment, he kept appearing to my wife and me. And uh, this one night I decided, you know, to ask him, would he mm-hmm. want, did he want to cross over? And he was looking for his parents, his mom and dad. And... Uh, I told him that he could meet his mom and dad on the other side because I, from the research I did, it was a fire and everybody got killed, including him. So uh, I, I told him that he can see the white light and he can go over and be with his mom and dad. So after I did that, uh, the, the you could tell the apartment was lighter. I mean, you could tell by the energy that he went on across. That was one of my most memorable ones. Willie, do the spirits know who has the gift like you have and other mediums, clairvoyance, and who doesn't? They are attracted to our energy. Uh, it's, it's, it's called a, the light. Usually sensitives have a, a, a certain energy that comes off of them, and they attract spirits. I mean, I, I used to think I always lived in a haunted house, but it wasn't, it wasn't the house that was haunted. It was me. Because they would be attracted to me. I mean, I have to watch myself, you know, when I go in different old sections of town of the town, and st- and especially around uh, 
cemeteries and things like that because, uh, you know, they they show up pretty fast. Have you ever been frightened or caught off guard? Back in 1988, uh, I was awoken, woken uh, up in the middle of the night, and I was pinned to the bed. I wasn't dreaming. I didn't have one of these night dreams where, you know, you have paralyzed, your your, your body's paralyzed. I was actually pinned to the bed, and I had this entity on top of me, and uh, that would that was a pretty frightening uh, experience. And it took everything I had and concentration I had, and I started doing prayers and asking my spirit guides and God to help me out with what was going on. And when I started doing that and doing the prayer, the entity backed off and left. Now you're 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 an ordained minister and a shaman. Yeah. How how can you be both at the same time? Okay, back again back in 1981, you know, mm-hmm. you know my Indian background and my Irish background, but uh back in 1981, I I wasn't really into the Native American ways cuz I wasn't brought up that way. I knew at the age of 10 I was Native American, but mm-hmm. I was like a city Native American. Oh, okay. I see. So when I was when I went into this uh, cemetery uh, on patrol and I saw Singing Fox and he started working with me and told me that uh, I was going to be a going to be a shaman and gave me my Indian name, I kind of I kind of just I was proud about it, but I I didn't really use any of it until later on because I had other teachers come to me too and I, other other uh, shamans too. And I was brought up uh, Pentecostal in, in short terms. So Willie, hold on. Gibson. I'd like to continue this story on the other side of this news break. Willie, okay. Windwalker Gibson is our very special guest. Our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. That's toll-free at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. And Wind Willie... Willie Windwalker Gibson and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here on Talkstar. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. 
Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Splenza, and you're listening to my dad, Ron McConnell, on the XM. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. This portion of the X one is being brought to you by Ken Klein Productions, uh, bringing mysteries into the light of day. www.kenkleintv.com and Technon, the science of survival. When danger strikes, are you going to be prepared? www.technonllc.com. Willie Windwalker Gibson is our special guest this hour. His uh, MySpace page is www.myspace.com forward slash Crystal Chief. 55. That's www.myspace.com forward slash crystalchief55. And, Willie, before we went to the commercial break, I, we were talking about how you could be an ordained minister and a shaman at the same time, and I find your story very interesting. Yeah, well, I was raised Pentecostal, and we had a strong belief in God growing up. My dad mm-hmm. would actually sit down on Sunday and read us the Bible, and I had a couple of uncles that were ministers from the hills of Kentucky, so I was, like I said, I was brought up Pentecostal, and after I uh, got my uh, training as a shaman, I I started to think, you know, the Great Spirit and God are one and the same, so why can't I combine my shaman abilities with my Christian abilities to help the Spirit? So that's what that's what I did. Uh, I found uh, after after uh, I become an ordained minister in certain situations, I could uh, say if I was going into an exorcism or something like that, I could I could do the uh, don my minister's robes and go in as a minister and take care of it that way. Or if I'm dealing in a other situation, say if it was a Native American situation or uh, I needed a a, no, a more stronger uh, I guess, I guess the uh, Native American energy. I would, I would use that. So I, I actually use both of them because the shamans are uh, great believers in the Great Spirit and uses spirit guides and angels as well as a minister. You know, uh, uses God for. Mm-hmm. 
if, if God if God and the Great Spirit are one and the same, why would it matter if you were doing an exorcism and you were a minister or a shaman? Well, uh, the the things I've run into, if I was going to, if I if a person, if I was mm-hmm. go into a house for an investigation, I find it might be demonic or anything like that. Uh, the the people that I'm doing the service for, or you know, the owners or whoever whoever's possessed or whatever, feel better having a minister there doing it than somebody with, you know, with say coming in in buckskins and stuff like that and doing it uh, the Native American way. So I find that you know it it, it complements each one of a, they complement each other. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a difference between the actual possession of the person, if they, if it is a Native American possession or a uh, or a Christian possession? Well, a, a demon's a demon. I mean, mm-hmm. no matter if if they go into a Native American or uh, a non-Native American, it just it just depends, you know, uh, on. How I want to go about doing it. Are you at any risk when you do a, a, a an exorcism? I have been I have been uh, clawed. I have been spit on. I have been thrown against walls. I've had things thrown at me, levitated off the floor. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been hurt a couple of times. How long does the exorcism take? It depends on how strong a demon you got. Uh, Believe it or not, there are really, really powerful demons, mm-hmm. and there are what I call low-level demons. Low-level demons, you probably can get a, uh, a do an exorcism within a few hours. The really strong ones, and I've I've had an exorcism gone uh, probably as long as two days. How do you prepare for an exorcism? Well. Uh, a lot of lot of exorcists do it different ways, or uh, the, the the people that does the exorcisms. A lot of them uh, fast for a couple of days or, or a week. Uh, I find when I when I go into an exorcism that before I go in there, I, I make sure I get plenty of rest. I usually uh, rest for about two days. Don't do anything. Build up my energy. Do some prayers. I do a lot of cleansing on myself. Uh, a lot of protections are put up, mm-hmm. and then I go into it. What was your first exorcism like? My first one was uh, actually there was two ladies that came to me and said something was going on with them because they were actually seeing things in in their uh, there were two friends, but they were actually experiencing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there talking to them, and I was feeling a, a negative energy coming off both of them. And as I was sitting there talking to them, you know, it seemed like they were getting madder and madder at me. Uh, and where where I had them talking and doing the interview, I had a lot of religious things around. I had crosses on the walls and. Uh, purification salt and holy water and all that, and they were really, really agitated. So uh, after I talked to them, I said, I think uh, I've sensed there's a a couple of demons, one in each of you, and they kind of scoffed at it. They said, well, what what would we do? So I said, we need to do, at the time I I 
to, I told them it was going to be a clearing, which is basically that's what it is, an exorcism. So uh, I went on ahead, and I didn't even give them a chance to leave. What I did, I, I went into what I call the purification rites, and then what I did, I put them in a circle of, of salt, which they really got agitated in, and then I started doing my prayers and using holy water. And as I was starting to do that, they were they were kind of cussing at me and spitting at me and stuff like that. Oh, by the way, I had I had help too. I had people come in to talk, to help me hold them down and things. So uh, they had a couple of low level demons in them. And after about three hours of the exorcism, and they were the demons were gone. Now, these two women were best of friends. Okay, after I did that, they couldn't stand each other no more. Really? Yeah, it was like the demons were kind of like tag teaming together to keep these two women together. And what what they were doing, they were they these women would go everywhere and they would compete for the same guy or the same job or something like that. And they were was wanting to know what was going on with them because it was strange. That was what was going on. Each one of them had a a demon in them. And after after I extra got rid of them, they couldn't they couldn't stand each other. They 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 deemed talk to each other after then that time. How do you know when the the uh, the demon is actually gone? Well, when you go into an exorcism, especially when you start and you you're doing the purification rites and everything, and you have uh, all this uh, holy water and stuff like that around, and and after you you use it all, and you can also there's a smell too, okay, that comes off of a person that's uh, once you start doing the exorcism, it's kind of like a if you ever smelt like rotten hamburger, I would oh. say it's a good it's a good thing. I mean, for you to imagine that's, that's a good smell. example, yeah, yeah. And after 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 you do the exorcism, that smell is gone. And actually, there's been a couple of times I've actually smelled roses, you know. So that tells me that it, everything's gone. And also, when you're doing the exorcism, it feels like it, it, the air is dense. You know, it's it's like you're moving in slow motion, like. And after the exorcism, everything is lighter around the whole area where you were doing the exorcism. The people after the exorcism, do they remember everything that uh, happened to them, or is their memory uh, cleaned by the exorcism as well? Uh, the ones that I've did, uh, they don't remember. Uh, they remember coming to the house. Mm-hmm. They don't remember what I've done after I start. But they're okay. very, their attitude changes. Their uh, uh, a joy comes over them. I would imagine so, eh? Mm-hmm. Tell me, while you're doing the exorcism, do you get any spiritual help from those who have not departed this this dimension to go to the wards of the light? You mean spirit guides and angels? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I call them in. I call my spirit guides in. I also put up uh, put a white light of protection around him, around me. Uh, and the other, uh, if I decide to use uh, the the salt ring, I use that sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, uh, I just go with what I got, you know. I, I, I but I, when I do an exorcism, I, I make sure that I've got help in case they're, they're, start to fight or start to, to grab at me or whatever. 
so it can get quite physical. Now, on the television exorcisms we see, we see there be a drastic decrease in temperature. Yeah. Does this happen? Yeah. Uh, it gets cold. You can tell. You can feel the psychic breeze. You can feel. You can feel. It's a type of cold. It's not exactly like if you walk into a freezer. Mm-hmm. This is this is a type of cold that it really goes right into your bones, you know, and and it's just it's almost paralyzing the cold. Do they also uh, do they also speak in tongues and do their heads really spin around like Linda's Linda Blair's did in no, the No, no, no. There's a lot of rocking going on, a lot mm-hmm. of cussing going on. Yes, they uh, I call it speaking in tongues goes on. Uh, talking in language that I don't know, and uh, as far as her head's been around, the, the worst that I've ever seen is, is the, they were rocking so violently that we had to hold their head to keep from, from banging their head against the wall or break, breaking out of the chair. Or so, basically on the they, so basically they have a convulsion. They go into convulsions. Convulsion. That's yeah. what it is. Um. While the exorcism is going on, if it lasts two days, uh, it must be awful strenuous on the possessed person as well as yourself. Yeah, it is. Uh, you have to take just a short, short breaks. I mean, not a whole lot, mm-hmm. maybe 10 or 15 minutes, sit down, have something to drink, go to the bathroom, whatever. That's why when, when, if you know you're going to go into a really bad exorcism, you have to be, you have to be rested and, uh, uh, a lot of people, like I said, they fast for several days, and it, uh, the reason they do that is in case they have an, uh, a reaction where, you know, they might start up chucking and stuff like that. If there's nothing in their system, right? Then you're, you know, you can just keep on going. Have you ever done an exorcism with another exorcist because the demon is so strong that it actually takes two or more of you to successfully yeah, toss the I demon have, out? I have done that. I have done it with another minister. And uh, between the two of us, uh, like I said, it, it took uh, this one time, it took about roughly two days. That's the longest one I've done, two days. Wow. Two whole days. I've actually, I've actually, uh, when I did a house, there was a house that had a, uh, a demonic presence in it, and it took me, rough, it took me two weeks to get the house free of it. Two weeks. Two weeks, because what it was now, what it was, the person that owned the house asked me to do it because uh, there was a demon, demonic presence in there, and it was attacking her. Right. So I went in and did did the clearing, and I cleared the house, okay? The house was, was cleaned the first time I did it. And about a week later, she said it came back. Now, what I found out after I questioned her a little bit, this lady lived by herself, and she was lonely and all that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. she was wishing that she had a, a companion. Well, this energy came back. You can you you have to have a right attitude uh, if if you're clearing a house, that, that the people realize that they can invite something in by just negativity. I see. So so houses can also be possessed. And how do you know if your house is possessed or your house is haunted? Usually, when I, uh, the, the ones that I've went in, uh, 
when you go in, you can feel the energy. It's really, really dark, really, mm-hmm. really dense. Like I said, you can barely move in it. And you, there's usually uh, things that are are move like things flying off the wall, uh, electrical problems, lights going on and off. Say you have to do kind of you got to be an investigator doing it. You got to make sure that they don't have bad wiring or you know this the the walls are just mm-hmm. weak or something like that. You have to go in first and just investigate a little bit and witness it for yourself. I, I just don't go into an exorcism blind. I, I do a little investigation work, too, and I also talk to the people to make sure they, not, they don't have a mental problem. All right, uh, Willie Windwalker Gibson, please stand by, www.myspace.com forward slash crystalchief55 is his website. And Willie Windwalker Gibson and I will be back on the other side of this break as the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here on Talkstar. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Willie Windwalker Gibson is our special guest. Uh, first of all, uh, Willie, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. Always great having you on the show. Um, what advice do you have for people who are considering becoming psychic investigators? Well, uh, you have to have a really, really good interest in it. Don't go into it as uh, just a fun thing to do in a pastime. If you really, really are interested in it, be serious in what you do. If you go in and you're investigating a haunting, make sure that you go in as a professional. Make sure if you do run up against uh, a place that's active that you retreat uh, the entity with respect because it's it's powerful. I mean, the uh, it, it's more powerful than you. And if you have to know what you're dealing with, whether it's demonic or just a poltergeist activity or a lost soul or whatever. Just be professional and always, always, you know, uh, when you go in, just don't go in there and think it's a joke. Willie, a lot of new or amateur researchers go into cemeteries. Now, is the cemetery a safe place since it's consecrated ground? No. Uh, A lot of uh, people go in there 
that are curious, okay, and they think mm-hmm. they know that what they're doing. But that's the wrong place to go in and try to get your curiosity quenched. You know, uh, I have problems in cemeteries because I've got, I can, I've got this, like I said, I've got the energy that draws spirits to me. Mm-hmm. They used to say, you know, it's consecrated ground, everybody in there should be at peace. Yes. Well, we've got a cemetery here in Louisville that's called Eastern Cemetery, and the graves, a lot of the graves have been desecrated. And it's just, it's just, uh, the energy is just all, I mean, it's, it's really dense. And, and, uh, I've got, a, 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 an uncle and a grandfather in there that I go in and, uh, their graves were unmarked. And I recently had to go in there and mark them myself because I had to get a archaeologist to help me do it. So they were laying there without markers for over 50 years. So I, I went in there and marked their graves and, and did a actual, uh, I, I did another, service for them myself but there's a there's a haunted uh uh chapel on the property that's been desecrated uh people's gone in there and done all kinds of demonic symbols and things and they go in there and uh i guess they figure they it gives them more power to go into a cemetery and being around the dead and trying to raise all kinds of negative energy and it, it's really, really sad because at one time that this was the oldest cemetery in in Louisville, and uh, they've just gone in there and just tore up, tore it up, and knocked over tombstones and oh things God. like that. That is so wrong to do. That is so wrong. Yeah. Willie, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, take care of yourself, Willie, and always well, look forward to when you're with us. Uh, I was happy to be here. Take care, my friend. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Willie Windwalker Gibson, www.myspace.com forward slash crystalchief55. That's www.myspace.com, crystalchief55.com. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past, I'll be joined by Bonnie Vent. We're going to be talking about her channeling. Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, on the other side of this break as we continue live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. And I'm with you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. And then the show is repeated in its entirety from 2 a.m. until 6 a.m., Tuesday to Saturday. one 877 is toll-free. Exxon at TalkStarRadio.com. On MSN Messenger, TalkStarRadio at Hotmail.com. And our website, www.exoneradio.com. I'll be back after the news as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively on Talkstar. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. 
Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.